0: Welcome back to the Bill Plate. My name is Asher, and I am one of your precious co-hosts of the Bill Plate. And Podcast. I'm the other
1: co-host, Rainer.
0: <laughs> that is, that's Rainer right there. Uh, anyways, we are super excited to be back for the new season. Um, we got a lot of new topics and a new format, and we hope that you all enjoy it. Before we jump into today's episode, though, Rainer, how has your week been? And tell me a little bit about how your new year was, because that's the last time that we talked.
1: You're right. My weeks have been really good, Um, definitely trying to eat more healthy in this new year. That's one of my biggest objectives, and I'm actually trying to go for more runs. So I find out that every time I start to work out or eat healthy, I get a little bit more energy, and it just feels really good. So it's a big year, big year for for me and Gina, because we're going to get married this year. So very huge, exciting year. But other than that, the New Year's going good. My job's going good. How are things going for you? Oh Yeah, they're
0: going pretty good. I share a lot of the similarities. Um, Danielle and I have been running. It's been a little cold lately, so the motivation for me, not for her, she'll go running no matter what degree of weather it is. But for me, I'm just like, it's too cold. But right. We definitely have been doing a lot of that lately, which has been super rewarding, I think, for our health. So overall, uh, this year is going – actually, it's going well, but um, adjusting to the new year is always hard for me. You know, that's why I kind of –
1: Do you run on a treadmill?
0: No. um, I don't – well, I don't mind running on the treadmill, but – the treadmills that are easily accessible here in our, our apartment complex, you actually can't run on them. Every time we try to run on them, they're just weakly made, and they actually like, start to buckle, and you almost trip. So I'd much rather just go what? out into the
1: yeah, – Why, why don't bad. you tell them that their gym sucks and you're a paying customer and you want better treadmills?
0: Well, that just seems like counterintuitive. All they're going to tell me is, well, that sucks. Don't use our gym.
1: Um, um, okay, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but I also have a funny treadmill story. So we have a treadmill in our house. actually came with our house, and it's down in our basement. Oh no and way. For the longest time, yeah, for the last I think we've been living in this house around like three, two and a half, three years now, and maybe even closer to four. But basically, we've had this treadmill, and I've been scared to run on it because our ceilings are really low. And every time I would try, I would almost hit my head on the ceiling. So I was finally, um, I guess, desperate enough to go for a run while it's super cold out that Gina and I decided to change the layout and put it right between two beams in in the ceiling of our basement. So now I can barely fit in between the the beams when I'm running, but I can get a run in. And I've been able to do, I did three last week, three runs on a treadmill last week. So I was pretty excited about that. But what's gonna, what I think is going to happen one of these times is I'm going to get really into it. I'm going to forget about the beams, and I'm going to knock my head and probably pass out or something as I'm running. And it won't even be from overexertion, just I'll knock yeah. my head on a beam.
0: But you're just desperate for the, the running release that you'd probably wake up and be like, wow, that was worth it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would fall on the treadmill, and then it would shoot me into the back wall. Probably. Mm. I would probably, you know, get pretty hurt you know yeah that's i mean
0: it's worth it's worth it though to be to be hurting it would really hurt know?
1: yeah some yeah. some yeah i mean no no pain no gain is what they say no pain no gain you know so i know our listeners probably don't want to hear us talk about our aspirations to become the next arnold's but pretty much what i wanted to say is Let's get into our topic, and before we do that, we should kind of lay out some of the like fundamental changes our podcast is going to have coming into the new year. Yeah, I agree. Um, So I'll start. I mean, the first one I believe that we're going to have, and this is huge, we already mentioned it in our last episode of last season, was that we believe that since we brought on new team members, a producer and an editor... We're gonna have better content and more focused content. And one thing our new producer has told us from the beginning is that we will focus on one general theme this whole season, and that general theme is going to be inventions. So um, we're gonna gather information before the episodes, not not too like structured, but enough to give some good educational and fun facts to drop around. Maybe you're driving into work and you want to, like, drop some facts on your coworkers because, you know, sometimes you want to flux on them subtly, like on a Monday. Yeah. And yeah, you say, hey, like did you there. know?
0: Yeah. 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 Like, that. hey,
1: did did you know that this thing was invented because this thing was needed? And then watch them, yeah. watch them as their eyes grow wide and they're uh-huh. like, they start to worship you because you're Mr. Fact Man. So It's this like is, you become is, a god. It's
0: almost like you exactly. become a modern-day god as you're right. just spewing right. truths and facts.
1: Yeah, so that's the goal of the podcast now is to give our listeners a very structured kind of outline of an invention. Nothing too deep, but something to give them a little, what I like to call a medicine dropper of information.
0: We just want to give our listeners wings, you know?
1: Yeah, oh, wow, we're going to get sued now by Red Bull.
0: Oh, well, Red Bull gives yeah. you wings.
1: <laughs> Bill Pate podcast gives you wings. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound the same, but we'll get there. We'll get there.
0: Well, really uh, how I wanna, it's going to be I'm going to call
1: you Icarus because you're flying too close to the sun.
0: Icarus, oh my god, did you did you watch that new Internals movie?
1: No. What what is okay. this movie?
0: It has Icarus in it. He's he's an internal. And one of the things he does at the very end of the movie, spoiler alert, is he flies into the sun.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the classic Greek myth, is that this guy flies into the sun. Anyways, talking about old things from old times and Greek myths and that type of thing, we will be focusing on the invention of... It's a really cool invention. The invention of the wheel. And without further ado, we're going to jump right into it, and I actually really hate saying without further ado, and I don't know why I said it, but we're going to get right into this because that's the best way to introduce a new topic, a new subject. So why don't you get us started?
0: Oh, wow. I am, I'm thrilled to do this. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the wheel. Uh, interestingly enough, um, a wheel is a circular object. I don't know if you're aware of that. Um, and it was invented, actually, it's been known to be invented Around the third, fourth century uh, BC, and Lower Mesopotamia, which is actually modern-day Iraq. Yeah, yeah, that's right? Modern-day, yeah, yeah. You, you got
1: did. That. Did I get that right? I got yeah, that right. It's yeah, it's modern-day Iraq. Wow, yeah, Lower and Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia yeah. or Mesopotamia?
0: I'm not sure, but whatever it is, it's a mess. It's a meso. It sounds like that
1: one uh, that one disease that you're always hearing lawyer commercials for, like if you've oh, been yeah. diagnosed with mesothelioma, me- <laughs> 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 I didn't even say it correctly, but it sounds like that. So mesopotamia, yeah. yeah, that's where the wheel was first invented, according to some historian who we're going to cite in the description.
0: Oh, oh okay. Yeah, we're going to be citing a lot of stuff, possibly towards the end of the, the podcast. But anyways, this is... They basically found out that if they they put an axle into solid discs of wood, that this would actually be quite a good idea for transporting things. Um, and they did this for a while, and then around 2000 BC, they kind of okay. hollowed out the wheels. And they're like, some genius is probably like, you know, just kind of grabbing his his Mesopotamia beard and just kind of staring at this. He goes, I wonder if we. Could make these wheels lighter. And they decided to <laughs> hollow them out. This guy is probably like the modern day. <laughs> why
1: does he have that accent? And also, I guess, why are they making them lighter? There's, It's not like they have gas or anything. Today, they make things lighter for gas mileage. I'm really curious as to why they had to make the wheels lighter.
0: But you think about it, it's probably better for transport. It's probably better for structural transporting carts and stuff. You know? So... Right now, they just have oh. a, a, like a cylinder with an axle through it, a log, and now they're like, we're going to hollow that wheel out, and we're going to make it a better wheel and axle. That's kind of a
1: smart decision. Probably less friction, maybe less friction on the ground, that type of thing. Maybe, maybe the horses don't have to eat as much. They, like, basically, they're, or whatever animal they're pulling, they probably use camels or something back there. What do you think? Like,
0: probably oxes.
1: Oxes. Oxen. oxen oxen that's what the yeah. pluralized version of that is
0: oh thank um, you so much for that English. yeah you're ride. welcome
1: so maybe with lighter maybe with lighter wheels with less friction the oxen didn't have to eat as much so they could get like eight miles per per oxen meal versus one or two miles per oxen meal like i'm just trying to figure out what was the driving I think factor that, you're that made you're about them this a little
0: bit too much though. i think that you just realized that you know what they said okay uh, this guy, he's probably like the, the you know, the 2000 BC Elon Musk. And he goes, we are going to go more than five miles, you know. And so... Without feeding tricked-
1: our oxen. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And so, essentially, that's what he did. He was kind of genius at the time.
1: Is there... Do you think maybe they also made them hollow so that if... I guess they're wood anyway, so they're going to float. If maybe they're like... Somehow they get flooded, their their cart can turn into a boat or something.
0: Well, I think that the wheel on its own, while it was a great idea, uh, it's not very useful. It's, it's much like a donut, right? Its most right. important feature is the hole in the center, and that's where you could put an, an axle or attaching to a stable platform. So oh. essentially what you get is you get a wheel that would be nothing but a cylinder rolling on its edge, but by the time the wheel and axle were invented in the Bronze age, that's kind of where the next stage comes. They were able to cast metal alloys and construct canals and sailboats, And even after the wheel was invented, they created musical instruments. So with wheels. This was, with that, yeah. that
1: use wheels, and also sailboats use wheels. all sorts of things, you know, got invented because of the wheel. Like, you know, think of everything that has a wheel that isn't a car or isn't a cart. there's a lot. Yeah. Um, you got you know what you I got, think of.
0: I think of a lot of, of things. Legos.
1: Leg- Legos? <laughs> yeah, I just, like the, I the blocks? The blocks don't have wheels. The, no, the they, kits do.
0: Yeah, you could make little wheels.
1: Oh, right. I wonder how they carved them back, then, back in the day. Do you think they just used sharp pieces of rock? Or do you think they used knives, swords? How, how did they do that?
0: I'm not sure. I'm, I'm curious to what they did before the wheel. I mean, that's my thing, kind of what you were talking about before, right? mm mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think, know. The, one, I think well, the one thing that they did is they used logs. So that's kind of the main thing to remember is that they they, they found out that the, the singular nature of logs was a great way to move heavy yeah, objects. Yeah, but isn't,
1: isn't a log just a, a wheel in and of itself just really long?
0: It's Again, it's kind of looking like, you know, apple and oranges, right? Comparing apple and oranges I don't know. All I know yeah. is the. You'd put heavy things hmm. on logs, and they would go down. And someone was like, "Well, that's
1: this is probably." A that's good probably way. that's that's how they built the pyramids, right? They yeah, they they wheeled used the logs. big rocks on logs, or that's one of the theories. Yeah, I guess we yeah, really but they, don't they, the know car, how they built the, the pyramids. The
0: wheel was invented by then, though. That was just a convenient way of moving things. Versus, because if you think about it, they had they would align the whole shore with logs, and they could move multiple large things of stone mm. across yeah there long there was distances.
1: more water back in the day in egypt too maybe they floated some of these down some rivers i guess we really don't know
0: mm.
1: yeah it's well, kind of crazy the, the
0: main problem with the logs though was that um, that many of the logs were required so if you were moving something you'd have to take one a lot of manual labor too right let's say let's just mm-hmm. set up the scenario okay this is how the venture right. wheel came by we got four logs, and we got a slab on those four logs. To move it forward, we could push that thing across those logs until it Mm -hmm. reaches a certain point where you have to take the back log and put it in the front. So then you now have four logs that the brick is on. And you have to continually do that, right? And so it requires a lot of manpower.
1: Yeah, you got to keep switching the log from the back to the front, back to the front, back to the front, back to the front. Mm -hmm. So... Essentially, maybe this is one of the things that drove them to step up their engineering complexity and make something called an axle and a wheel that they then Mm -hmm. could attach to a stable piece of wood. And that would maximize the motion um, of the wheel. It was a very advanced, very complex engineering kind of, but it happened thousands and thousands of years ago, actually. Mm -hmm. And one of the key fundamental aspects to the wheel is that the axle and the hole alignment must be perpendicular to reduce friction. So, think about that. If if the axle is like not perpendicular, it's going to be it's going to have friction on the axle and it's going to actually eventually wear it down to be where just the part that's sticking into the wheel is going to be perpendicular to the way the wheel's turning. So, if you had like you know, like imagine you have a piece of wood stuck into a hole but not at a <laughs> 90 degree angle It's going to be on like an angle 45 degrees
0: You know what, what's funny is we have like multiple People (laughs) who are like listening to This podcast and they're going Why are these two (laughs) numbnucks Trying to explain the wheel I mean the wheel is pretty Self-explanatory right It's
1: it's advanced man Back in the day thousands of years ago This was advanced engineering Like you said it's probably like the Elon Musk Of the world They probably made some publicly traded company and they were trading probably like grain for their oxen or something. Yeah, so that's pretty much why they like started spending time developing the wheel is because they wanted more food for their oxen. And
0: they probably were trying to go, what, farther distances, right? So this was a good way for them to go farther. I mean, with with the Mm -hmm. invention of the wheel, you get the transportation. So now you're able to... to transport and and you know what military strategics also upgrade you know you can use carts and battle chariots and and that i think that's important but you also have to remember a a big part of why you were able to increase um history in such a fast way after the wheel was that it created um, mechanisms of agriculture so you now could do animal traction crop irrigation um and so you could have the wheel as a, a centrical force to be used in in the basic mechanisms like windmills,
1: uh, plows, and stuff wind like meals. that. Win, windmills? Wind, wind, wind wind,
0: windmills. Windmills. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, wind yeah I, I do see what you're saying there, that essentially history started going faster once the wheel was made. It's like one of those giant inventions that we can't really – I guess, formulate how much it changed the world. But when it was invented and people started finding a, the correct way to use it, it really helped us um, as a human race become the, the master race um, in terms of uh, being the best at what we do as humans. <laughs> we're, top so, we're, yeah. we're, we're top of the food chain. We're top of the food chain. Maybe let's not use the term yeah. <laughs> master race,
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like, we're, um, yeah, we're that's <laughs> prob- that's probably a no go. Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're top of the food chain as, hu- as humans, you know.
0: So, what is that called? That's a there's a type of predator that's called. What kind of predator? We're is apex. That? We're the apex, apex predator, predator, predator yes, because of the wheel, you know. Exactly. Yeah, the wheel. The, has made the it.
1: oldest wheel. The, you mentioned chariots, and the oldest yeah. wheel actually was thought to be from a chariot. And it was found in, in uh, I, I don't know when it was found, actually, but I know the year that it was supposedly made, and it's 3200 B.C. So it must have been a solid wheel, because if you remember, at the beginning we said that solid wheels were not made hollow until 200 B.C. Oh, oh, never mind. It was, it was probably hollow, I forgot. Anyways, basically what I'm trying to say, this wheel you can probably find pictures of it on the internet. If they found it, they probably have pictures of it on the internet. We may be you know, showing you guys that on some of our social media. is the first wheel ever found. It's, it's, a, it's a doozy. It's going to be pretty nice. So stay tuned for that. Well,
0: you know what's crazy is that the Egyptians were the first to create the spoked wheel around uh, 2000, oh. 2000 BC. And this allowed for much faster speed. Now what's crazy is the spoked wheel from 2000 BC was the primary force or use of the wheel up until the 19th century? So literally for thousands and thousands of ye- not thousands, but hundreds, yeah, thousands of years. It's it's thousands or hundreds man. of years. It's, it's thousands yeah. of years. The wheel. It's not hundreds. Okay, a lot of lot of years. The wheel was just a spoked. A wooden spoked tire. And then in the 19th century, Robert William Thompson invented the tire that we know today. Pneumatic. With the rubber wheel. In the air. In the air.
1: Ear in the tire.
0: Tire. Yeah,
1: that's cool. So, So I have a question for you. The spoked wheel, we're talking like the classic definition of a wheel. When you think... A spoked wheel, you think of that wagon wheel, right? That's like sitting in somebody's yard now as a decoration. Is that what you meant? Is that what you meant by spoked wheel? Like that's the first use was in Egypt and basically Mm -hmm. had a a center hub and then from the center hub there were spokes or solid pieces that would go out into the surface that made contact with the road. And those Mm -hmm. those I guess you could say Those would be known as the spokes. So, I mean, I I know you already spoke about it, but I did want to circle back.
0: Wow, that's so cool.
1: (laughs) And and kind of make that more clear for our audience um, that that's what a spoked wheel is. Just in case there's somebody out there who, you know, wasn't sure what a spoked wheel was, you know.
0: So now that we have the spoked wheel, after the spoked wheel, you know, arrived around, you know, 2000 B.C., you know, we have the wheelbarrow. Okay, that was invented. That's use of a wheel, and that was invented in Greece. At some and not point, not like
1: not like the oily substance grease, but the actual country grease, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Very
0: good distinction. Just had to make that. No. All this, all this to say, is that you know, with this invention, you had. It, it, I like to look at it as less of an invention, is more of a, a correlation of things that turned into the wheel. I don't think. Someone distinctly came up and said, I am inventing the wheel back then. I feel like it just out of convenience it kind of it happened. happened. It, exactly. it was like a
1: natural progression of, yeah. of invention over time. Like the it's wheel much different was now. Yeah, somebody was probably. I, I, in fact, there was. We can. Nobody knows actually what drove the actual. I think it's fair to say the actual invention of the wheel. Historians can theorize, but nobody really knows who invented the wheel.
0: Yeah, there's no certain why.
1: person that
0: invented the wheel. Which brings my point. I think out of convenience it was invented, and it, it sort of just happened. And now you don't really. When inventions happen, it's you know you'll know who invented it. Like you, we know who invented right. the tire, right? maybe that's because it's closer into history. But it's interesting that we have a incredible yeah. technology advancement that catapulted the human history into the. It's
1: world. crazy. It's crazy to think that maybe everybody throughout history, as the progression of invention ensued, was pretty much just like you know what, where there's a wheel, there's a way. That's kind of probably what they are thinking.
0: <laughs> That's exactly. They're like, man, we, let's just let Jesus take the wheel, you know? <laughs> let's just let him. Let's let him decide yeah, yeah. what to do.
1: Exactly. So, so you, it's 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 an interesting first topic to cover this season. Um, Like you said, it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly where this first was invented, who invented it. I think there will be inventions that we talk about this season where it's going to be like, yeah, this is the definite guy who invented this. This is a definite person. This is one of those more broad inventions that we really don't know who actually invented it. But what we do know, just because we're sitting here looking at it from a million miles away, is that because of that first person who decided to make something roll on a round object we think it was wood because of that person because of that one person who spread that to his neighbor whether it was with noises like oh, uh, uh, like a caveman would do or wait, wait, whether it was wait, with actual mouth. language what? <laughs> what what kind of sound effect was that That was Caveman. That was Caveman. And if you think about it, like, this is how that. And I don't want to, like, make this, like, a really big pun. Like, don't get too interrupted by my pun here, but that got the wheel turning. As soon as that guy did that, that started the wheel turning and it got the ball rolling. So, we're really excited to say that that was our first object. And we do have a little bit more fun facts as we wrap this up. For instance, let's talk about. Some of the things you mentioned that are part that, that wheels were on. Uh, okay, uses of the wheel. We have a wheel wheelbarrow, b- like we mentioned. We have a chariot, like we mentioned. We have trains. We have cars. We have all sorts of gears. Gears are really wheels as well. They spin around and they make contact with other wheels. We have all sorts of wheels. Boats, when they're steered, they use wheels. A steering wheel. Oh my gosh! Mm. Like the more I think about it, there's just so many things that have wheel. Mm. That that's a, a wheel, a mouse, a mouse, a mouse has a wheel. The thing that right, on that's on your a, computer.
0: That's a lot of wheelies.
1: Yeah, like not, I did not like that one. That was the worst timing for that in the history of man. But I did like the pun. Like it's a good pun, but it was worst timing. I was getting really yeah, deep yeah. here about everything that had wheels you, in it.
0: Well, my I office mean, chair has wheels yeah we get it is a lot of wheels and you could probably talk you could probably talk about wheels wheelie a lot but that the, the <laughs> that's not really a fun fact i mean people know about wheels <laughs> there's a there's a wheel on
1: everything <laughs> i know but i wanted to get people thinking about the wheel it's it's a really big deal and that's the second time we use that one but it is very very it's a big deal and i'm glad we started our our deep dive into inventions with this topic um and i don't know if you want to give the fun fact of the whole entire podcast episode but i'm mm. i'm actually going to i'm going to turn the wheel over to you and you can go ahead and, and give the fun fact if you want
0: Thank you. I'm going to grab that spoked wheel with both hands, 10 and 2, and I'm going to drive it <laughs> to the finish. Um, so I love that. Fa- I love it. The fun fact is is that there was actually one man who did succeed in reinventing the wheel. His name was John Keogh. I'm going to call him Keogh. I don't know how to say his last name, but he was a patent lawyer in Australia and he submitted a patent application for a circular transportation facilitation device in 2001, just after Australia had introduced a new streamlined patent system, which operated uh, without oversight by trained patent lawyers. His invention was successfully patented.
1: Wow, so, that proved so this he, point re- that- he reinvented the wheel by simply reapplying for the invention. That's a stretch, man. I, in fact, that's the worst fun fact I ever heard.
0: Well, it's not a fun fact. It's probably a sad fact, but it is I mean, it is. it's
1: sad because of the incompetence of some freaking poorly trained patent lawyer in Australia. Now, he was able to re-patent the wheel. That's not even cool. What about that ancient methis- methis- a methicilloma person? Like, what about him? <laughs> He's probably mad. He's probably going to raise from the grade and sue this guy on his chariot of fire. Holy moly, what is going on? F that guy in Australia, the outback of what the world? Worst inventions in the world.
0: Well, listen, that's pretty much the wheel in a nutshell on the build plate. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our new podcast. We appreciated doing it, and we're so appreciative of every single one of our listeners, and be on the lookout for our next episode next week. Thank you so much. Keep and spinning have a great
1: those wheels, day. keep being smart, and have a great day. This podcast has been produced and edited by Asher and Rainer
0: Brown. <laughs>